Zok to Heilig and Mishnah. Zok to Gemara Vaiter. Tess, Zion, Amad Bez, the Mishnah. Hey, Chanahayu Ishtachavayu Sayelu. Where were the 13 Ishtachavayu that we spoke about in the Mishnah before? Arba Betzafan, four in the north. Fiyara Bedarim, and four in the south. Shalash Bemizrach, three in the east. Ubez and and two in the west. But that's 13 for those that went to sleep late last night. Kenegad Shloisha Esrei Sharim. Kenegad the 13 gates in the base of Mikdash. Duraymiyam. What were the, they bowed Kenegad the gates? Those were the, like the gate was like the opening where the Shekhinah would come out. They bowed Kenega the gates. Dreimim, so the west gates were Smuch and Lamayev, the, the one closest to Mayev, which is closer to the Kedusha Kadashim. Shar HaElyon, the first one was called Shar HaElyon, the upper Shar. Shar HaDelek, the place where the wood came through, that was called Shar HaDelek, the fire. Shar HaBechairis, where the Bechairis came through. Shar HaMayim, and the Shar HaMayim was there also. Why was it called Shar HaMayim? Shabay Machnisim Sleiches Shal Nisach HaMayim Mechag. They brought in the Nisach HaMayim, they brought through that. Southern Shar. Then there, Lawsid Love, there's going to be Mayim Mefachim. We're going to see in a minute why it's called Mayim Mefachim. But there's going to be Mayim Mefachim. They're going to come out from under the bottom of the base of Mikdash. There's going to come water coming out. The Gemara is going to explain how the water is going to look. So that was, that's what he says. That's why it was called Shar Hamayim. That's where the water is going to come out from. In the north side of the Azara, Smuchim B'mayev, the one the most west, was called Shah Yechanya. That's where Yechanya went out. We'll see in a minute. Shah HaKarbon, that's the Shah where the Karbonas came. Shah HaShir, the Shah HaNashim, where the women came in if they had to be Saimich. When the women had to be Saimich on their Karbonas, they would stand by the Shah HaNashim. Shah HaShir, the Shah of the Shir. That's what they used to bring in the Kli Shir into the base of Mikdash. Why was it called Shah Yechanya? Shabbat Yatsi Yechanya Galusai, that's where Yechania left in his Galus. Now it's fascinating because Yechania left with his Galus almost by the end of the base of Mikdash. But we're calling this, it wasn't called Shah Yechania the whole time. It only got this name, Amish, at the end of the base of Mikdash. But Agaponim was called Shah Yechania. There was always a gate there, but it was never called Shah Yechania. Sheba Mizrach, the east, was Shah Nikana. That was the most famous Shah in the base of Mikdash. Shah Nikana Bez Hashem. We are going to learn, we are going to know Meseches Yuma in Yerushalayim, Yerakadesh. Be here or be nowhere. In a Monday morning, Bez Hashem, starting with a Gishmak 620, Bully Nether, Meseches Yuma. We're going to discuss the Pratim of the Hashem. But in a week, Bez Hashem will start Meseches Yuma, Bully Nether. Ushnei Pish Pishinoyalai. There were two small gates next to it. Echad miyaminai ve'echad b'smaila. One on the right, one on the left. Ushnayim b'mayev v'lohei lahem shame. There were two gates in the mayev, and there was no name for them. And the reason is because they were never used them. They were behind the kodesh kodashim. It was never used. Masnis and Abayasi ben Yechanan who? The mission is going like Abayasi ben Yechanan he, the Amar Keneged Yugimul Sharm. That there were 13 gates in the base of Mikdash, and that's where the Hishtachavayas were done. Keneged the gates. Bram Kerabana, but according to the Abanan, Shiva Sha'arim Hayabazar, there were only seven gates in the Azar. So Adaita the Abanan Hechana Yishtachavayas Halalu. So why they do 13 bowings? Where'd that come from? If there are only seven gates. Kehid the Tanin and Taman, we learned over there, Yudgimul Pratis, Hayubaisha Partsumachayavan. The Malchayavan made 18, uh, 13 pirtzes in the wall. The Chashmanai fixed up the gates. The Gazu Kenegdan Yud Gimel Hashtachavais. They were Gazer Kenegadit. 13 Hishtachavais and the 13 Hishtachavais according to the Rabbanon were connected to Yilgim Al-Pirtzis and this great satire by Chanukah they talk about this Gemara why they did the Hishtachavais connected to Pirtzis but that's not for now but I'll that according to the Rabbanon it was connected to Pirtzis not connected the gates
It's going to come out from the Kedush HaKadoshim. So from the Kedush HaKadoshim until it hits the Pereiches, it's going to be mamish like very, very thin, like the Karnayim of Sili and Kili. Those are like uh, uh, slugs, very, very thin uh, uh, horns they have. So mamish very, very thin stream of water. From the Pereiches to the Mizbech Hazav, it got a little bigger. It's like the horn of a grasshopper. The guns gear some Mizbech Hazav, Lemiftan Abayas, from the Mizbech Hazav to the bottom of the bias, Kechut Shal Shasi. It's like the uh, string of a chassis. The bias was the base, was the Hechel, was called the bias. That was called the bias, that was had a ceiling on it. Mimiftan Habayas La Azara, from the wall of the, from the floor of the bias to the Azara, Kechut Shal Erev. It got thicker like the string of an Erev. Mikan Ve'elach, from here on, in Kimi Pi Pach. It's like the size of a jug, like the mouth of a jug. And that's why it's called Mayim Mefachem in the Mishnah, because it was the size of a pach, because after it went out of the Azar. That's when everyone saw it, and the Azar was only the Kainim, but everyone started singing it. When it was Mayim Mefachem, Men HaKasef Hayamanes, Pitseis Ha'ish Kadim. So there's a Pasuk. The Pasuk says there was water coming out. V'kav B'yadah, there was a person standing there, and he had a measuring stick in his head. V'yamad Elef Ba'ama, he measured a thousand Ama. V'yavirin B'mayim Me'afas. Him. Then he passed me in water. This is Yecheskel describing how the water is going to look. Uh, yeah, Yecheskel describing how the water is going to look. So he said the water was Me'afasim. After he measured a thousand Amas with his stick, it became Me'afasim Ad Karsula until his ankles. If he measured another thousand, until his knees, Ad until his waist. Lava, an ocean that I can't walk in, and from here they learn that a person shouldn't walk in water that goes over his waist. Even a big boat cannot travel in it. It was so powerful. Even a big boat, that sea is a boat, even a big ship can't travel through it. That the water was too powerful to swim in. Mahu may shachu. What does it mean? Shachu mi loshut. Shachu is a loshut of swimming. Loshut in Aramis means swimming. Amir of Chunan be asrin karu lishiata shachuna. In our city, they call shiata. They call swimming shachuna. So Mela, that's why the me shachu means. It's uh, it, you can't swim. So Mela, we see that the water was too powerful to swim in, and the shachu is a lotion of swimming. Mahu meishachu. What does it mean? Meishachu. That's the pasuk says it calls it meishachu. It's water that everybody's going to talk about. This water is going to be very powerful. Everyone's going to talk about it. This water is going to be very powerful. We'll see a little bit later how powerful it's going to be, but it's going to be a mikar for a chatas and a nida. A chatas is paraduma. Paraduma needs mayim chayim, and a nida needs regular mikvah water. A, a, a chatas needs mayim chayim, and a nida needs, needs regular mikvah water. And the Gemara explains, from the place called Beis David to Yeshu Yishalayim, Till there was considered stream water, it's kosher for Anida, and it's kosher for Paraduma. It's mixed with other 
water. It's kosher for nida because it's still a mikvah, but it's not considered a stream. You cannot use it for paraduma. He disagrees. He says to Yeshua Shalayim, it's kosher for Anida and for Paraduma. Mikan va'elach may kafsiriyosein katafrisiyosein psul manido lechatos. From then on, it's not even a kosher mikvah anymore, and a mele you can't even use it for a because it's running water. And we learned we actually had it once, but we learned that running water you cannot use for mikvah. We had a mesachah shabbos. It's already running water, and you cannot use it for anida or for lechatos. But Akapana, we're going to see later, Bez Hashem, what the power of this water. Actually, was. So the Rebbeinu Shalom is describing to Yecheskel what these waters are going to produce. So the Galila Hakadmaina Zeyam Shel Sibucha, a certain yam that the water went into. It went into the Kinares. So these are the four rivers. That were listed in this pasuk. Why is the Amagadol called Maitzim? There were two times that the Amagadol overran its boundaries and drowned part of the world. Besides, for the Dharmabal, the Yamim overran the world. The Amagadol over the ocean overran the world in the days of Enish, in the days of Hadaraflaga. The first time it went out, it, it ran. It went till Kalbaria. Barbaria. The second time it went out to Kipi Barbaria. He says the first time it went to Kipi Barbaria. The second time it went to Israel. The pasuk says until here the ocean will come and it will not go further than that. And we dash in Ad Akai Tavai, it would only come to Akiv, it will not go further. It will stop here with its waves. Ad Yafai, we dash in Ad Yafai Oshis, Goin Kalecha, that the, even though the ocean ran, overran its boundaries, but it did not go into Akai and into Yafai. It makes sense that these waters should go to the Yamamelach, to the Yamelach and to the ocean, in order to sweeten the waters. The waters are not supposed to be salty, they're supposed to be sweet. And there's a reason, because of the Pagam of the world, the waters are salty. So the Asad Lavai, the waters are going to be misoka and they're going to be sweet. But Yama de Tveria, Yama de Sibucha, these are Yamim that are not salty. So what's the Pshat that the water goes to there? The rabbis did gasam to be marba the fish to make them have more fish. That's why the yam goes into these oceans. That the that the fish multiply because of this water that comes, and we know generally fish are a simon of multiplication, a simon bracha. Fish are a simon bracha. But what are unique about fish? That they live in water. A person that lives in water is zoichet tabracha in mayim elotayer. A person that makes his sivuvin, his sviva, a sviva of tayer will be like the fish and will be zoichet to constantly see bracha. One time I went to Tzayden, they brought in front of me Yeser, they brought 300 different kinds of fish. You think how many sushis you get in the store? You could imagine in those times how many different fishes they had, fish they had, and that's how many fish they brought in front of him again to demonstrate 
how many different kinds of fish there are. Vinirpu hamayim pitsesa, the water will get healed up. Pitsesa vigava, veloyirafu, then the Pasuk says it will not get healed up. Lemelach nitnu, they will be for salt, they will be salty waters. Fretting Mark Sivinirpu hamayim, you're saying in one place, that the water will be healed up. And then you're telling me a different place that the mind will not get healed up, will not get fixed. There's a place that's called Layerafu, and that place will, in order to have salt, we always have to have salt, so in order to keep the salt, so that that place will, will, um, will stay salty, in order that there should be salt in the world. That the end on the side of the stream will grow all different kinds of trees, of fruit trees. The, the leaves will not get wilted. And the fruit will not run out. It will grow new fruit for Chadasha, for, for monthly new fruit. So the Gemara explains what does that mean? These days, Tvua grows in six months. And trees grow in 12 months. So a tree grows double the amount of uh, tvua. Like the Pasuk says, the Tvua will grow every month. And an Elon will be double than that. An Elon will grow once every two months. My time we're referring to two months that every two months the um, the 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 trees will replenish that's the pasuk lachadashav or maybe I see a different shot fish bell mazat for isol shish chadashim ilayla mazat for grows in six months feel an isolated by chadash and elon is double that avalas love it for isol tesvav yaim tool will grow in 15 days a half a month feel an isol chadash and an elon will grow one uh, once a month Every month it will replenish. In the days of Yael, there was a problem, there was no Tvua. And the Tvua grew in 15 days. The Tvua grew in 15 days. And the Aymer was ready to be Kariv in 15 days, because the Aymer is Kariv after 15 days of Nisan. They planted in the beginning of Nisan. You should be, this is a Pasuk by Yael, that they should be happy with their he gave them rain. Mayur is a lotion of rain. We say it in, in Krishna. Yerel Malkish. Mayur means rain. For Yerel Lechem Geshem. Mayur Malkish Berishain. So it went, the rain went down in the first month. So Mela, the, the Tvua grew. They were able to bring the Aimer. So the Tvua grew from Mishchadish Nisan till the, till the 15th day, the 16th day of Nisan. It grew in 15 days. So you see that there's a possibility for Tvua to grow in 15 days. So Mela also love it. It's also going to be like that. What does it mean? Which is a plural ocean that every month it will be Every month it will grow. The, 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 uh, it doesn't mean plural, it means every month it will, the Tvua will grow again. The leaves will be used, the leaves that grow on these trees will be used for a Fua. That means if you suck out the um, the 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 leaves, it will bring a person or a fool. We're talking about those leaves that grow from these trees that grow on the side of the of these uh, trees that grow next to this stream. One says that the refua is going to be to heal up the peshalamayla, that the people that have a hard time eating will be zeicha to refua when they eat these uh, 
leaves. And one says people that have digestive pro- digestive problem will have a refor that's peshalamaton. That's one one machlaikis. One says they will be zeicha the akaris will be zeicha to have a refor. to open up the mouth of an elam person who can talk also will zeicha to be able to talk because of the leaves of these uh, of these uh, trees. Ulumasan Bitsafan, we're talking about how Yechanya, one of the gates in the north, was called Shah Yechanya. Yechanya went into Galas. Yechanya was from the last kings of Yehuda. And the Gemara says, Atmaitse, Pishashalan Vuchanetzer Lakan. When a Vuchanetzer came up Lakan, why is it Lakan? Because the Yeshami was written there to Israel. So the Vuchanetzer came up Lakan to hear. Bava Yasha Bedefni Shalantuchia. He said in this place called Daifni Shalantuchia. Vyatsa Sanhedrin Gedela. The cross of the Sanhedrin went up, went to him. They said, Higiyaz Manabayas Hazeh Lichayev. Did the time come? For the base of Mikdash to get destroyed, they didn't ask him, "Are you planning and coming to destroy the base of Mikdash?" That's not his business. They didn't look at him. He didn't have any kayak to destroy the base of Mikdash. They asked him, "Okay, so if you're here, obviously the time the Rebbeinu was geyser that the time for the base of Mikdash came to be destroyed." He wanted the king to come to win him to Babel. I'm not planning on destroying the base of Mikdash. I'm going to take the king. Yehayachan is just the same name as Yehanya. His name was Yehayachan or Yehanya. Melech Yehuda, they came and they told Yehanya, Nebuchadnezzar, Bailach, Nebuchadnezzar wants you. Kivan Shashama Mehem Kach, he heard Nebuchadnezzar wanted him. Who did he go and go and intercede with the, uh, with the people that have to do with the government to try to change his mind? No, he realized there was Xerim and Hashemayim. Natam Avtechas Shabbat Samikdash, he took the keys to the Samikdash. Allah Lagaga Shal Hechal, he went up to the roof of the Hechal, Amlafan of Rebani Shalom. Before till now, we were trustworthy to you. Which is the Yisrael of Amuna. Amuna means the Rebbeinu Shalom can trust you. It doesn't mean you trust the Rebbeinu Shalom. It's also true. You trust the Rebbeinu Shalom. But mainly it means the Rebbeinu Shalom can trust you. That's what Amuna means. But anyway, you're an we are an Amadim to you. Your keys were given to us. Which is Tami Yisrael. When a person has Amuna, the reason why he's to Baracha is because the Rebbeinu Shalom gives him your keys. Who do you give your passwords and your keys to? People that you trust. Say the Rebbeinu Shalom knows he can trust you. And if Achmalzan something goes wrong, you don't get mad and start cursing. Then the Rebbeinu Shlom gives you his keys. You want to be zeicha to the Rebbeinu Shlom's keys. You have to be zeicha to be trustworthy to the Rebbeinu Shlom. So the keys were given to us. The bot we're not trustworthy. We're going to give back the keys. He's giving back his keys. To the keys of Benishlam. One says he threw them up to Shemaim. They didn't come back down. A hand came down and took it from his hand. When all the Chashva people in Yehuda saw this, they got so upset. They saw the bias is going to be destroyed, obviously. They went up to the roof of the, the roof, and Naflo Mesu, and Achman Sand, they fell and they died. Chasham didn't jump off the roof, person did not kill himself, but they got so upset that they fell off and they died. Hadahu Dechsev, Masa Gechi Zion, the Pasuk says, describing the Chorb Mesa Mikdash, Pasuk in Yeshaya. Malacha Efai, Kalis Kulach Lagagas, you all went out to the roofs. The Yushalayim is full of terrible tsar because everybody went up to the roof. All the Chash people went up to the roof and they fell off because they were so upset about losing the keys to the base of Mikdash. There were 17 years afterwards. We're going to see. But yeah, the Chomesh Mikdash was right away, but they showed that it was the beginning.
No, the mikdash was open, but the keys, the, the key, there was like a symbolic giving away the keys. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Apparently, there was still able to. No, he went to Babel. He would, uh, we say in that we say in uh, uh, we say in the Megillah. Yechanim Melech Yehuda. When Mordechai went down, when Yechanim Melech Yehuda. So he went down seventeen years before the Chumash Mitzvah. Huh? Favorite part of the Megillah. Yeah. The most, uh, most uh, makes that one besimcha. Zak to Halak and Mishnah. Yud Gimel Shulchan is having Mikdash to wear thirteen tables in the base of Mikdash. No one knows this. Say, you want to be a Talmud Chacham, you got to know this. You're going to, most people do not know this. Ches shel shayish, there were eight tables of marble, where they used to deal with the karbonis. Shalem adichem as they used to wash out the innards of the karbonis on these eight tables. Ubeiz memayev, the hakevish, two in the west of the kevish. Echad shel shayish, vechad shel kasev. One was marble, one was silver. Al shel shayish, neisem as On the marble one, they used to put the evarim until they moved it. Val shel kasev, klisharis, on the silver one, they put the klisharis. The reason why they used marble is because marble is very cold, like we saw before, by Achia, who used to heal up the Kainim, was because they walked on the freezing cold floors, Alaritzpa, the walls were made of the floors, made out of marble, it was very cold, so it used to keep the Avarim cold, so, that's the, so that was the silver one, and the marble one, Ubeiz Ba'ulam, there were two in the Ulam, Mi Bifnim Al Pesach by the entrance of the Ulam, the reason why it's called the Pesach is because the Beis HaMikdash is really the Ulam, that's where the Beis Bayis was, the Beis HaMikdash wasn't the Azar, the Azar was the Antechamber in front of the base of Mikdash. The base of Mikdash was the Hechel Ula. So the Ul on the Pesach Abayis, there were two two uh, tables. Echot Shalshayish, Echot Shalzav. One was made on marble, one was gold. Al Shalshayish, Neisim Lechem Apadim, Be Knisa. Say when they brought the Lechem Apadim in to put it on the Shulchan, they put it on the marble table. Val Shalzav, Be Tziyase. When they brought it out, so I guess they made a stop on the way out, so they put it down on the gold table. Shemalam Akadish Lem Reading, because the but the shulchan itself was made out of gold, but so they wanted to be malam akedish lemiridin. So when they took the the um, the lechem upon him out, they didn't want to put it on the marble table, so they had a gold table to put it on the gold table. Echad shalzav mi b'fnim shalav lechem upon him tamid, and there was one golden table that the lechem upon him was always on. And I would wonder if the golden table, the golden table of the iron, was not really gold; it was really wood covered with gold. Yeshlein, if this gold table was maybe completely gold, Yeshlein, that's why it was malam akedish. Maybe it went up a stage. But akapadim, why is that called malam akedish? Vaistais, when you have something that's gold, vaistais, that's more chash. That means it's a, it's a chashivas. It's a demonstration for the importance of the what we're dealing with. It's a Shabbos, a Yom Tev, whatever we're dealing with. When you have something that's gold, it demonstrates a chashivas, and that's called Malam Mekadosh. Zatigimara Tani Al Shel Kesef. The Brisa says when it talks about the two tables that were inside the Heich, the Ulam. So our Mishnah says it was. Marble, but the Bryce says it was silver. And Abi Yisib Shem Shmuel Bar Yitzchak of Chanan Yamati Bar Yisham Abi Yechanan. So the Goyin's Gear says less can shall shayish. You shouldn't be curious that it was made out of marble. Meaning the table when they brought in the lechem upon it was not made out of marble. Why? That's the Goyin's Gear. So because it's going to cool it off. You want the lechem upon it to be hot. Marble is very cold. So when you're going to bring the lechem upon it inside, if you're going to leave it on the marble table, it's going to get cold. So maybe you don't. The table wasn't marble. Rather, the table was silver. What do you mean? It's an ace. Loi kein tani zeachel min anisim shenasa beis hamikdash. These are from the nisim that happened in the beis hamikdash. Shem shem anichem eisechaim. Just like they would leave the lechem upon him hat. Kachal yimutzi anisechaim. They brought it out hat. Shenem elasim lechem chaim. 
Biyayim hilakai. The pasuk says that the the bread was hot. So what's the big deal? Why can't you put it on a marble table? It's not going to get cold. The bread stayed hot. You don't mention Maisenisim and you're not saying Michalanes. You don't mention Maisenisim and Amela, you have to try to do it the best you can do it. At Amela, the table was not marble, the table was silver. Ba'an kum, once we're talking about lechem ha'parim, ba'an kum, re'ab'ila, lo'yehayasham lechem, let's say there wasn't enough lechem ha'parim, ma'ala nichai, le'shabbis ha'ba'a, you'll let a leave to lechem ha'parim for another week. The lechem ha'parim was left on for one week, let's say you didn't have any more lechem, there was a shortage of lechem, so you'll let a leave it for another week, is it going to be puzzle, is it going to still be kosher, if you leave it on it for another week? And the Gemara Dash and Samapasik, Amar lo'yin k'siv, nesata l'shochan lechem ha'parim, le'fanai tamid, w'idashin lechem Panim vafilu hu kamayam, and that's the grain's girsa. Even for many days, you're allowed to leave lechem upon him. You even more than a week. Now, Abayi say this is what we're talking about when we say people do not know this. Zakti gemara sholcha eser asara sholchanes asishloime. When you walked into the base of Mikdash, there was not one sholchan like the pictures have. There were ten, actually eleven sholchanes in the base of Mikdash. Shloime Amalek made. Ten additional shulchanes besides the shulchan of Moshe Rabbeinu, an amazing concept. He put ten shulchanes in the heichal. There were five on the right and five on the left. Now this is very interesting because we're going to see the Gemara is going to assume that it wasn't really five and five. But right now the Gemara is assuming it's five on the right, five on the left. And the Gemara explains what does it mean in Tamer Chamisha Bedarim The way the heichal was set up was the west was where it's the backwards of a shul. So the west was the Kaidish HaKadoshim used to go into the Hechel from the east and then we'd come in the west was the front so the Shulchan was in the north and the Menorah was in the south. So Mela, the Shulchan had to be in the Tzafen. So if you look at it like this I believe North is this way. So the Shulchan was on this side. You come in, the Shulchan was on your right. So Mela, the Shulchan, the, the Shulchan had to be in the north. So the Gemara says like this. What does it mean to a five and five? In Tamar, Hamisha Bedarim, Behe Bitzafen. If you want to say there were five in the south and five in the north, Falayan a Shulchan Kashal Bitzafen. The Shulchan has to be in the north. Shenemavas a Shulchan Titanat Salatzafen. The Shulchan always has to be in the north, which, by the way, we say in Shmanesai, a person faces the north, it's a school for Ashiris, and a person faces the south, it's a school for to become a Chacham, you can't get both. And the reason is because the Menorah, which represents the Ayur was in the south, and the Shulchan, which represents Hashiris, was in the north. So because we're facing this way, so that would, north would be facing to the left, and south would be, we're, we're backwards. When you walk into the, we, we face east. So Mela North is going to be that way. If you want to get rich, face that way, huh? I said this would be south. And when you walk into the base of Mikdash, it was the opposite. Right. North, so north is this way. North is this way. This is north, no? Yeah, this is north. North is right. This is east. So the base of Mikdash was the other way. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'm backwards. Yeah, base of Mikdash was backwards. Yeah, I'm. F- no, one second. When you walk at the base of Mikdash, I'm face west. So north is here. When you walk at the base of Mikdash, you're walking like this. Kedushah is there. The Kain walks in. The Shulchan was on his right. Correct. Shulchan was on his right. West. How am I facing right now? I'm facing west now. You're f- no, you're facing east. I'm facing west. Make a right. You're by the north. Right? Dukai walked in. The shulchan was on his right. 
Okay, so the, so there can't be five on the right, five on the left, one and five in the north, five in the south, because then the shulchan was in the south. So ma tamalaymer chamishim yamin v'chamishim ismail ella chamishim yamin to shulchan shulmaisha v'chamishim ismailai. There were five on the right of the shulchan of Maisha and five on the left of the shulchan of Maisha. So bikitza, but they were all in the. Oh, so we're going to see in a minute if it was the Iker. We're going to see in a minute. Even though they all were Roy for Avaida, because they were all in the north, Shlai Melech didn't put symbolic Shulchanas. He put Shulchanas that were Roy to be used. So They only put Lechem on the Shulchan of Meishah. And that's the Tanakam Shita. There were only 12 Lechems. Rabbi Yisrael, Yehuda, Yimrael, Kulan, Hayam, Isadar, an amazing thing. How many Lechem were in the base Hamikdash? Over 120. Uh, uh, 12 times 11. That's how many Lechems were in the base Hamikdash. The Kayanim, Baruch Hashem, had plenty to eat. And Amela, that's a base of Yehudah's Shita. He says that every Shulchan had Lechem upon him. So Amela, according to him, each one was. Uh, was uh, was was uh, uh, each one was uh, the shear of of uh, of each one had lechem upon him. Good. So that's the Gemara Tani. It's a machlokes how they set up the shulchanes. One sheet that says Mizrachomayev Hayuat Menusunim. They were put. They were running from east to west, running from the front of the bias to the end of the bias. He says they are running from north to south, running to the width of the base. According to Shita, the they could all be in the north because they run from the front of the base to the end of the base. So they're all, they're, they could all be in the north. If they're running from north to south, they're very wide. Right, The Shulchanis are two amas wide. So they're very wide. So if you're going to have ten Shulchanis running from north to south, eventually it's going to, it's obviously it's going to go into the other half of the Ulam, so the the Shulchan is going to end up being in the south, and the Meneir is going to be in the north, we're going to see in a minute, because there were also ten Meneirs. Now it's a little bit of a problem, because we just said before that there were only five and five, it wasn't a row of ten. A little bit schwer. But al Kapan the Gemara over here seems to be assuming like the Havmina that the Taklin points out. Like the Havmina, it's a Sugi Menachas really. But like the Havmina, the Gemara Menachas, that all 10 were in a row. So if you put all 10 in a row, then you have 10 times 2, you'll have 20. It will run across the whole width of the Heichel. Then it's going to end up being that the Shulchan is going to be in the south, which is schwer. The Shulchan was from half of the bias. Again, the Heichel was called the bias. It was the base of Mikdash. Some half of the heichel and inside. Mashach menakaisel beis ames umechza klapet zafin. It was two and a half ames away from the wall towards the north. Umenayir kenag de bedarim and the menayir was in the south. Mizbech hazav hayanasod be beemtsa. The mizbech hazav was in the middle. Meishach klapet chutz were in the gain es aleph. Meishach klapet chutz. It was a little bit. The, the shulchan wasn't the the, the mizbech hazav wasn't exactly between the. And the Shulchan is a little bit in front. They were all put from a third of the bias and inside the bias. So Mela, it's very saying according to Shita that holds it's tough and Vidarim, it's a little bit schwer because then it's gonna come out that the Minaris were in the, the, the Shulchan was in the south. Now the simple answer is what we said before, that they did five and five, so it only took up ten Amis, and the width of the Heichel was twenty Amis, so really you could just have five running north and south, and another five running north and south, and it would end exactly 
halfway through, which would be perfect. So, but the Gemara over here is assuming for some reason that it's going ten. But Akapanim, the bottom line is there were ten shulchanas besides the regular shulchan, and that's the difference between a and chacham and namaritz. That's one of the differences. If you know how many shulchanas Shlema Hamelech built in the Beis Hamikdash.